Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished up 0.8% today to 7,456 points, another five-month high. The Real Estate Investment Trust did very well with the sub-index up 3.3%, but really there were plenty of winners today with tech stocks, discretionary companies, healthcare and telcos all outperforming. The energy and materials companies went backwards. In corporate news, Rio Tinto share price dropped 3% after it reported on Wednesday night that its half-year profit fell by 34% on the back of weaker commodity prices. Fortescue says iron ore shipments reached the top end of guidance according to its June quarter results, but its share price fell 3% today. Iron ore shipments were recorded at 48.9 million tonnes in the June quarter. Megaport's shares jumped 14% after reaching the top end of its earnings guidance for the last financial year. It was the best of the top 200 today. In gold, Minor Regis fell 11%, the worst on the market, after outlining softer cost and production guidance for the 2024 financial year. Story number two, Macquarie Group provided a June quarter trading update today and warned of weaker trading conditions, sending its share price down more than 4%. There were hiccups all over the place. And remember, Macquarie is a massive global operation with its fingers in many pies. Now, the group's asset management arm was hit by less income from its investments in green energy projects. The commodities and global markets business suffered from less trading across power and gas. That commodities and global markets business is a really big earner. It contributes about 57% of the group's total profit. Macquarie Capital, the investment banking arm, took in fewer fees in the June quarter, although income from credited investments rose. Macquarie's banking arm also suffered. Chief Executive Shamara Wickramniyaka said the short-term noise, i.e. what happened during the June quarter, was a result of higher interest rates and a global slowdown, but it won't disrupt the medium-term momentum. Story number three, energy prices are historically high despite decreasing by nearly 60% since their peak in winter of last year, says the Australian energy market operator. Managing Director Daniel Westerman said a real calming of the Australian energy market had occurred since the war in Ukraine exacerbated the global energy crisis in 2022, primarily because of a decline in coal prices. Along with cheaper coal, an increase in the availability of coal plants when required, and more renewables entering the system, energy prices overall have fallen in Australia, he told ABC's RN Breakfast. Of course, he was talking at the wholesale level. It will still take some time to feed through to retail prices. Story number four, Victorian property developer John Woodman gained repeated privileged access to State Premier Daniel Andrews and his most senior ministers through donations to the Labor Party, Victoria's corruption watchdog has found. The independent broad-based anti-corruption commission's Operation Sandon probe also found that Mr Woodman funnelled more than a million dollars in secret payments to two Casey councillors in return for favourable planning decisions. IBAC's 308-page report released today after a five-year inquiry found evidence of improper conduct at state and local government level, exposing corruption risks in planning, political donations, lobbying and council governance, and it called for new laws to strengthen anti-corruption controls in Victoria. 
The watchdog has recommended stripping local councils of planning powers as part of a wholesale overhaul of Victoria's system. Now, the Australian is reporting that Daniel Andrews has indicated that will happen. Operation Sandon's final report does not make any adverse findings against the Premier, but it has given a damning assessment of a cash-for-access political culture. And story number five, the US Federal Reserve overnight decided to lift the benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points, citing still elevated inflation. Rates in the US are now at their highest level in 16 years after the 11th hike in the last 12 meetings. The accompanying statement from the Fed left the door open for more rate rises. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.